You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. What up, though? We back. It's the SS Experience streaming on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. You can also listen to the SMG Podcast Network app, the SS Experience on Spotify and the iHeartRadio app. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe, download, you know, do all that good stuff, you know, because uh, we're doing actually good work out here in these uh, social media streets. Most importantly, tell a friend to tell a friend because, yeah, that kind of is how this works, too. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend. So... Friday's episode was supposed to have been Friday's episode, but Friday's episode is actually being uh, recorded right now. Um, It's Saturday. Uh, It's going to drop in real time, by the way. Video might not be dropped in real time, but the audio is going to be dropped in real time on Saturday. Uh, But Friday is always special because we have um, a special guest that's going to be joining us on this show in a few. So, um, you know, make sure that you... uh, you ain't going nowhere. I mean, it's not like it's a real radio where you can, like, tune in and do something else type shit. Nah, you here. You listening. Uh, we outside. You know what I mean? Special shout-out to uh, the iHeartRadio Atlanta Studios for allowing me to do my show uh, from their studios. As you can see, I'm able to play the sound in real time. I don't have to do the post-production thing. You know, I got a nice little TV screen behind me. Need to get the SS experience, you know, behind there, but we'll get engineering to do that. But shout-out to uh, iHeartRadio Atlanta for letting me uh, produce my show and do my thing in the studios. So we waiting for um, our special guest to uh, be in the in the in the studio, uh, not in the studio. She's going to be uh, hitting us up on Zoom. Uh, Jamel McKenzie, uh, she's you know, we, we, I'll give her her flowers when it's time to give her, her flowers and whatnot, because uh, she did the darn thing. She's a new uh, councilwoman out here um, in College Park, you know. Uh, south, you know, south, south part of Atlanta. You know what I mean? They call it Atlanta, but you know, you know how I am. If you're not in the city, you know what I mean? Like you're in, you're in a different spot, and it's okay. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. It's perfectly, you know, okay. There's there's nothing wrong with it. You know, a lot of people be, um, a lot of people be on that. You know, um. I'm in, you know, such and such place and all of that. And it's like, all right, well, you know, what part? And then they say like a whole nother city. Like when I first um, came, um, excuse me, when I first came down to Atlanta, it was like um, my people was like, yeah, I stay in Atlanta. But like, all right, I'm about to, I'm about, I'm about to, I'm about to be out there. They're like, I bet. So this is when I'm driving. So, you know, I'm, you know, Atlanta and the GPS, but you kind of from, from Virginia, we know how to get to it. You know, we know how to get to Atlanta. Either straight down 85 if you want to go that extra my you know extra extra distance going 58 west or it's you know get to 95 south drive 95 south all the way to I-20 uh west I-20 west boom you straight in the A so it's one of those two type of situations or um if I'm coming from Ohio it's a straight shot down to um you know 71 to 75 straight shot so. I'll tell the story in a second because we got Jamel McKenzie. She um, is in the chat. She's going to pop up in a few seconds. Uh, And like I said, Jamel McKenzie, she won um, her district out in College Park. There she is. 
Councilwoman Jamel McKenzie. And I wish I would have had the audio set up for a round of applause. I'll do that in post-production. I should have done better. But Jamel McKenzie is on the SS experience. Jamel, Councilwoman McKenzie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Councilwoman. I forgot. I gotta, I gotta hit a button real quick. Okay. Okay. Hold on. There we go. See, I had, I had, I got, I got instrumentals and I got stuff playing in the background. See, this is why I need a, um, I need an engineer. Not saying that I can't do it myself, cause I definitely can do it myself. But at the same time, it makes it a lot smoother and a lot easier for me if I ain't got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. I got you. I again, got you. Jamel. Mackenzie, Councilwoman Mackenzie, what is going on? Wow. Well, let me turn that light a little bit too much. I was just trying to make sure I got some good light. All righty. Nah, hey. see, 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 you got the dope background. I got the dope background. I mean, yours is artificial. It's all good, though. Know what I'm saying? I ain't got the yours technology. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's real. No, I'm saying it's real. It's yeah, real. We, yeah. we 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 we're real out here in these streets. I had to um I had to get somebody to help me out with hooking up the camera because every time I come here, like the camera's not working and they got this thing on a lockbox. And you know, Jamel, you you know I don't really work out of these studios for real, for real. So I don't have the cachet to be touching stuff and popping stuff open and breaking stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so I just right, let it right. chill. I let somebody else come in here who knew what they was doing. They whipped it up, hooked up the camera. Now I can actually do these pods behind the screen. I love it. You know what I mean? I love it. Okay. So it ain't enough about that. So Councilwoman McKenzie, you've been on the job since January 1. Uh, go through the emotions of when you won. And, um, you know, obviously when you won, it was about like two some weeks before you actually started. So just how you've been, uh, Councilwoman McKenzie? Okay, well, you know, the election was on November 7th. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was very, very emotional. Um, people, in, you know, from what I'm hearing, it was like probably one of the most difficult, challenging, and ugliest elections that our city has had and probably ever, whenever anybody can remember. Uh, but that night it was extremely emotional, had a whole wonderful group of people with us. We had a watch party and uh, we screamed, we hollered, I cried. You know, like one of my, one of my campaign uh, friends who became a really close friend, well, she was a friend before, uh, we there's pictures of us just embracing each other on the steps and crying. So uh, very, very emotional, um, did not take office. And so then we were quali qualified to vote. So we actually had a recount. Oh, no. So the there, was a, there was a recount. And uh, I won again, of course, in the recount. The numbers were still the same. Nothing changed. And uh, then we uh, I didn't get sworn in for like another six, six, six weeks. So I was councilwoman-elect, you know, for two weeks, two or three weeks in November and the whole month of December. So uh, now I've been on the job for 13 days. <laughs> hey, 13 days, 13 days. So, yeah, 13 so, what, days. so what's, so what's been, um, so 13 days is a lot. Um, well, not a lot in retrospect to how long you're going to be in office. So what, 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 what was the first agenda? What was the first, I know I, executive order might not be the correct word to use, but what was the first order of business? You no, know I mean, once you put your hand on the Bible and all that good stuff and you was in there. And I did, I put my hand on the Bible. I was sworn in on January 1st. And then we had our first council meeting, full blown council meeting 
on the, the next day, which was January 2nd. So it was like really fast, you know, no time to really get ready. You got to be ready. Right. And so we had a very, uh, what I consider to be very successful council meeting. And uh, then we had another council meeting two, uh, few, three days later because we had some issues. We are actually getting ready for our inauguration and we had to plan the date for that. Our inauguration is going to be February 3rd at the uh, Gateway Arena in College Park. So we hadn't set that date, we hadn't set a budget. Uh, so we had to come back and do that and handle a couple of other housekeeping things. So it's it's been a very interesting, very, very busy 13 days. I have worked every day. This was actually the first day and I still work because I was studying my packet because I've got a meeting. We've got our next council meeting is gonna be on January 16th, the day after Martin Luther King Day. So. It's a continuous, um, there's it's so much. People want to run for office, but it's not just that race. It's not just sitting up on that council. You, there's a lot of work that goes on be, behind the scenes. But I, I hit the ground running. I hit the ground running. So I won't even tell you, but I've got a list like this of all the things that I've done in the last 13 days. I want to start back before we go with the 13 days because um, you invited me to the watch party. It was, it was real dope. I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity to be there. So... It was it was said that you had won. Like it was like I think it was probably about like maybe about an hour into your watch party and you was getting messages saying you won, you won, you won. But you wasn't really on it like that. You was like, nah, let's go ahead and chill. Let's go ahead and verify them saying that this is real. Make sure that y'all not trolling or y'all, you know, getting misinformation and all of that. So talk about how, you know, you you, you heard that you won, but you really wasn't like Let's let let's let's make sure it's official. I don't know how it became official. I guess I guess the internet or the the official website or whatever. But go through that process of like you you heard that you won. Everybody's congratulating you, but you ain't get the official word yet, and you ain't really want those problems just yet. Right. We heard that we won because some of our campaign team had gone and seen the numbers for that particular day on election day. But all the news stations were showing were the election results from the early voting. And in early voting, I was behind by 20 votes. And so, you know, they wanted to make sure that, you know, but on election day, I won by 30, I guess 32 votes approximately, because I ended up winning by 12 votes. So it was really, really close. And my campaign strategist manager and strategician they were not, they did not want us to, to celebrate until we knew that those numbers were absolutely correct. So yeah, it was a nail biter because, you know, first I'm all excited. <laughs> then you're like, uh-oh, right, right. <laughs> what's going on here? So yeah, but uh, they just wanted to be sure and very sure before we started celebrating. And of course the, the opposition was out there freaking out and going off and, and stuff. So it was really a nasty night. Um, I wasn't there. I just got reports. So, um, yeah, it was something else, man. So, so I guess like, cause every state does their things differently. And Georgia's kind of one of the few states where if you don't win by more than 50, if, I, if I'm saying this right, if you don't win by more than 50, you have to like redo it again, something like that. No, 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 not at all. In Georgia, you only have to win by one vote. That's oh, okay. No, nah, because I was saying, because I was saying, because wasn't it like um, Warnock and um, and uh, Herschel Walker, where it was like they, they didn't win by a lot, so they had to do like the little runoff count again, and then it was like that. That's, that's what I was talking about. Like I was saying, was that uh, why you had so, to do the recount or whatever? 
No, when you have two people running, there's always going to be, it's only going to be one election. One person's going to win, one person's going to lose. But with Warnock in, in uh, those elections, you had more than two people running. Mm. You had independent candidates, and sometimes those people take away from the votes. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, the basic thing is the person who wins has to win with 50, over 50% of the vote. Okay, okay. okay? So I won with 51% and the opponent uh, lost with 49% of the vote. And my 50 was like 50.8, 50.5, something like that. It was close. <laughs> so I guess so I guess special shout out one to- vote. It only took one vote. No, that's what I was about to say. Special shout out to uh, your campaign team for canvassing the streets and all of that, putting in that good work. Because, I mean, I guess if you didn't put in that work, man, that one vote could have done you in. That's right. And we worked really hard because we had to work hard because I a couple of weeks before the uh, election, I actually spoke with John Ossoff, who he won a monumental senator, Senator Ossoff. He won a monumental election because he was the first Jew to ever be elected, you know, uh, as a senator for the state of Georgia. Mm. So he broke a glass ceiling. So my question to him was, you know, what kind of advice would he give to somebody? Because in my city, I broke a glass ceiling. I mean, it might have been, it was really a cement. It wasn't even glass. It was cement. It was it was petrified wood and everything else. Oh, uh, man. Never, never had a female win, but it was also never had a African-American win. So I was one, running against, you know, well, the person that running against me, because I feel like I wouldn't run against anybody. I was running for the seat. Right, the person right, who was right. running against me was a white, blonde hair, blue-eyed female. And, um, you know, I was made to look like, you know, <laughs> I was really I was really put down really terribly. And um, my character was assassinated through the election, which is really easy. And I'm, I don't mind talking about race because people try to deny that there are issues with race, but there are issues with race. And, you know, so I, I was, you know, really uh, it was humiliating the things that were said about me to assassinate my character and uh, we ran a clean race but uh we put out one piece of um, literature that was a comparison piece showing all the education that i had all the you know all the experience that i had versus the person the other person and they tried to act like i had was tormenting you know they just took me to the to the cleaners on that mm. so um whereas the whole campaign they were doing that to me but you know it's, it's a, there's a double standard. So um, I'm just glad it's over. We're moving forward. Um, and uh, I, I just feel like the best I know the best candidate won. Well, we can be petty. <laughs> well, we can be petty real quick with the victory lap. I mean, if you want to or whatever, I mean, if you want to go ahead and dog walk somebody, let everybody if you want to get your cat Williams on real quick. I mean, I would love to go viral, you know, and get like 25 million views out here in Georgia, <laughs> like Unc did with uh, his interview with Cat Williams on Club Shay Shay. If you want to dog walk somebody real quick and, you know, let everybody know, unload the clip real quick. The I, I invited you on the show. The platform is yours. I've, I've, I've seen the articles. I've, 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 I've dibbled and dabbled a little bit in that. When you won, I'm like, okay, we got to get Jamel. We got to get Councilwoman McKenzie on. We got to, you know what I mean, have her, you know, set a fire. So, or you can just be cool and just be, you know, polite because you won and then it's all good, you know, water under the bridge. Or, like I said, you can just burn it all down real quick because you already won, so it don't matter. However you want to go from, from here at that point, I'm cool with it. But I'd rather you, like, light it on fire. <laughs> Well, I'll say this much, you know, 
Um, anybody who says that race doesn't matter is, 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 is just deluded, okay? Race does matter. Race should not matter, but unfortunately, race and sex matters in the world that we live in today. I don't care how woke people say that they are. Uh, my race, it was so apparent that I was qualified for this job. And I systematically watched people who had uh, volunteered with my nonprofit, persons who had uh, given money to me, uh, my organization over the years, worked with me, knew my character, turn against me, lie on me, and uh, they just put together this major effort to, to stop me from winning this race. And uh, it was because I believe, I don't care what anybody says, the balance of power was not willing or ready to accept an African-American female in a seat that had been occupied by older white men for over 133 years. And uh, it is what it is. And, you know, uh, so it was just, it was ugly. It was ugly. And, um, but I will say this much about myself and my family. My family, I come from a heritage of people that we're the first. You know, I think I was the first African-American senior vice, a senior president, senior class president of Brooklyn Technical High School. I, I forgot about that in 79. My father, was the very first and the only African-American uh, dentist to ever be over the Greater New York uh, Dental Meeting, which is the largest, most prestigious dental meeting in the nation. So uh, my mother had accolades in terms of, you know, her education, being a principal back in the day. So I came from a family where we're not afraid to, to, to pursue whatever the goal is. We don't look at our color. Um, but we're able to break barriers regardless of it. So um, I just feel like it was God's will. And when God is for you, when the divine, the creator, whatever you refer to him as the, you know, the, the most high, nothing can come against you. And I just believe that this was his, the time and this is the season. My city is 80, um, almost 83% African-American, 11% Caucasian, and then the rest are just mixed different races. My ward that I live in is over 60% African-American. And, um, you know, what it means is that African-Americans have been governed by Caucasians for years. Mm. And we're not complaining, okay? But when you when you turn the tables, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're going to, this government is going to, and let me tell you, this election created my entire city council, the entire governing board of my city is now African-American. Mm, and yes. there were things said about us. Oh, you know, instead of, you know, we're instead we're, we're developing six West instead of it being six West, it's going to be section eight, you know, just the idea that we're going to be bickering and as a council would not be able to get along. And even our inauguration is being called a party, you know, <laughs> everywhere else is, a, oh, y'all got to spend money on a party. No, this is a big deal. This is an inauguration. You know, they wanted us to have it in a gymnasium that smells. It doesn't even have but two toilets for male and female, you oh, know. No. And, you know, that that's not acceptable. We're, my campaign was about excellence, experience, and integrity. And that is how I govern. That is how I live my life. And that is how we are proceeding in the city of College Park. So, you know, you see the double standards. 
Uh, you see the the inequity. And of course, the other part of my campaign was about diversity, inclusion, and equity. And uh, there's people that have issues with that. But, you know, when you've been down and when it's for any African-American to excel, you have to be at the top of your game. You can't, you can't have the same grades that a person of the majority has, mm. okay? You've got to have, you. if they can get the job with, with an A, you got to have an A plus, plus some experience. Okay. And it's just the way it is. So um, it needs to change, but that is how our society is. And until the hearts and minds of people change, we're going to find these types of situations occurring over and over again. I'm glad that and you're that's all I got to say on it. No, no. Well, I'm glad from, from that standpoint, I'm glad because, um, I'm glad that your platform is based on uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, because I'd be on I'd be in these Twitter streets or X, whatever you want to call it. Mark Cuban, uh, former owner or majority owner, you know, the Dallas Mavericks guy, you know, Shark Tank and all of that. Him and Elon Musk was going back and forth at it about uh, diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, huh. Obviously. Elon Musk wants to get rid of it because he thinks it's basically racist. Mark Cuban feels like, you know, we need to have uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. And I think Elon says something that was kind of, I think one of the two said something that was kind of weird. And I wish I would have had remembered which one it was. They said that when it's equal, then the tiebreaker would be diversity. And I thought that was kind of weird because that's basically saying so there's never been any tiebreakers because most Caucasians have the upper hand if everything's supposed to be equal. I just wanted to know, did you uh did that kind of enter in your Twitter or your your timeline sphere, just them two going at it about uh diversity, equity, and inclusion? No, I haven't actually I really haven't been spending a lot of time on Twitter. I'm pretty much uh, Oh, you're busy being a councilwoman. My bad. I forgot. No, I'm saying you're not you're not in these digital streets anymore. No, I'm saying my bad. I no, forgot you well, is. No, you know we 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 did build I built a we have a website for the the ward which is called Ward 1 Ward 1. I'll give you that information later. Uh Facebook, but mainly the my social media right now has been getting trying to get information into my constituents um hands and so i haven't i have not been on twitter maybe but one or two times in the last 30 days so i missed that interchange um it was deep but diversity, diversity all three of those are totally necessary diversity is allowed look you can't make a cake unless you celebrate diversity because you can't just say i'm gonna make a cake and all i'm gonna use is eggs you got to have some flour. You got to have some sugar. You got to have some vanilla flavor, some butter. That's diversity. Diversity says that every single one that comes to the table, every ingredient is necessary. Mm. Every ingredient is needed. And every ingredient should be embraced for exactly what it brings to the table. It's the flavor. It is, it is the yeast that makes things rise. So um, inclusion is simply saying that everybody should have an equal, you know, everybody should be, have an opportunity to get to the table. Okay. Right. So, you know, so inclusion is, is getting me to the table. Diversity is saying, once we get there, we understand that. I don't care if you just put a little tiny, a lot of recipes just call for a teaspoon of salt and three cups of flour, but that teaspoon of salt is just as valuable and just as needed and should be embraced as just as important as those three cups of flour, okay? And of course, equity 
is one of the main things that we're missing out on because equity realizes that even though you have these ingredients that are being included, even though you have these ingredients that are different, some of those ingredients had to go through a little bit more to get to that table, to mm. get to that cake, to get in that cake, okay? The flour, the flour was, you know, some wheat that grew in the field, and then, of course, it had to go through a process. Right, right. The butter, you had to have a cow born first. You know, you had to, you had to get the, the milk out the cow, then you had to churn it, you know? But the eggs, I mean, a living, breathing thing gave birth to something and that life was lost, okay? So you gotta look at each each player that has the right to be there. Some of them went through a little bit more to get there and it's gonna take a little bit more to and make sure that they are there. So you gotta sometimes, maybe you, like I said, you, all you had to do was have a field for that, for that, for that wheat. But you had to have a farm, a total farm of some kind to get those eggs or to get that butter. And if you don't provide the cow with a means by which you're going to be able to get that milk out, there's got to be some, some device that gets the milk out the cow. So what I'm just saying is that equity just means that we provide a situation that allows the different ingredients to be able to stand and sit at the table together. And for us as African-Americans, many of us have come up in circumstances, of course, because, uh, you know, you're a black man. And I'm sure that if you're going to tell me you've never experienced racism, you're going to surprise the right, you know, the, the, the surprise me greatly. Because well, I'm, from, black man, oh, I'm from Virginia. You know what I mean? So that's 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 neither here nor there. OK, but you go into a bank as a black man, go into a bank, even dressed as you dressed right now and or get on an elevator with an older white woman or somebody. They're probably gonna class their, their pocketbook. Even black people do it sometimes. Because oh yeah, yeah, we, for sure. We discriminate, okay? But you put a white guy with the same exact clothes you have on, he gets in the elevator and it's not gonna, he's not gonna feel that same way. You know, the fear is not gonna come. You know, people are gonna start, you know, locking their car doors when they see you crossing the street, you know, when they see him cross the street, you cross the street, they're like, he might come. So it's, it's discrimination. Um, and I'm, I'm a member of Kiwanis International, and I just took a class through Kiwanis that discussed this. So, I mean, it was taught by a multiplicity of ethnicities. And just the fact that even within our African-American culture, we have discrimination against one another. So, um, good old colorism colorism that's old, right we've got the lights the black the darks the mixed you know, and all of that straight hair we got the 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 kinky hair we got the you know the tall the script you know yeah you know you're big black and ugly if you're fat you know yeah if you're overweight then you feel you're considered fat you right know? right right you're skinny you're just a little you know what's something's wrong with her you know she 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 you know if you don't have the big booty right you know? right is it discriminate? So it's um, but like I said, we sometimes even think about ourselves as those that are uh, we, we consider to be racist. Think of us. We're dangerous. We can't trust each other. We're shiftless. We're no good. You know, we're gonna be up to something. So you how? Know, so 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 let me ask. You, so let me ask you this. And so with all of that being said, so how are you going to change um, what's going on in College Park as far as um making sure that there's a lot of diversity, there's a lot of equity and inclusion and uh, make it, I mean, obviously you can't eradicate. I mean, I wish, I wish we could, I wish your platform could be vote for me, 
I'll eradicate racism. Wish it could be that easy, but I know that you're taking steps towards that. And what's some of those steps that you're going to be um, taking um, as councilwoman? Well, uh, one of the things is just who I am as myself. You know, uh, my platform was, again, excellence, experience, integrity. And I think that through excellence, through having high standards, high moral standards and values, uh, you have to, those are the things you focus on. You, 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 if you say something, you do what you say you're going to do, walking in integrity. So those are the things that get rid of some of the negative uh, ways people will think of. I mean, as an African-American woman, I, I, I see how vital it is to me, for me to be a role model a role model for, for young ladies that are coming up, but also a role model to show persons that may have negative connotations about African-American women, uh, to see that there are African-American women that are not what you think that they are. In fact, we're not what you think we are anyway. So one is just by being the model, being a model of what it is I wanna see done. But then the programs that I am creating in my city are, are designed to promote equity, to promote inclusion. Uh, so just making sure that we, you know, I have a group called the, we started this during the campaign, we called them community champions. And we've looked at some of the needs that are in the community and we are engaging individuals throughout the community, regardless of what their ethnicity is. We want everybody, we wanna bring people together we want to, uh, we've got an events team that we're going to have, and we're going to make sure that we celebrate the different, we have, we observe different things that go on throughout the year, whether it be Hanukkah, whether it be uh, the, the uh, oh gosh, now the, the Ramadan. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. it be Kwanzaa and not just Christmas, uh, Juneteenth and not just the 4th of July, you know, so looking at uh, educating the community as a whole on the different events that are celebrated. Right, um, right. We already, you know, L, B, L, L, I don't want to get the letters wrong because they keep changing, but you know, embracing all parts of the community. And then uh, that's just one of the things, you know, so, but making sure that we also have programs that are coming in to help persons who have not been able to get the education to be able to have that job that pays them 20 something or $30 an hour. So job through job training, job, job creation programs, that is one of the ways that you get people to come out of whatever the hole is that they may have financially, economically uh, living where they're living. So creating opportunities within our community for people to thrive. And that was my, my campaign slogan was actually, you know, building a community that thrives. So we just, we want to have a thriving community where every person has that opportunity. So that's how we create equity. We want to have a cross-section of all the different ethnicities that we have, and that's inclusion. And we want every type of person, and that is diversity, because we realize that that's why, the you know, when you look at the, the flowers and the creation, you see all these colors and shapes and sizes. And that's what makes the universe that we live in or the earth we live in so beautiful, you know, because we have all of those things. Could you imagine if everything was just black or everything was just white, you know, 
it's the colors of the rainbow that make, you know, everything so beautiful. So that is, um, you know, in a nutshell, just a quick overview, you know, because I know we only have a certain amount of time. But yes, I plan to address it. I'm already addressing it. And uh, I started off that way. I have to. I have to. I'm not in this place for myself. I am in here for this generation and generations to come. When you break a cement ceiling, it is not just for yourself. It is opening up a door. This is what our ancestors did for us. That's why we are where we are, because the ancestors sacrificed their lives. Um, they gave up their talent, their substance, and they 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 ran away if they had to run away. They stayed and endured pain if they had to stay in endure pain because they knew that there was a better day ahead and they represented the beginning or the next part of that better day. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Jamel McKenzie, councilwoman Jamel McKenzie on the SS experience. She, we're celebrating her victory lap because uh, she won uh, Ward 1 out in College Park. So she's going to be doing real good things. Made me kind of want to move to College Park now, you know, because I stay out I stay out by uh, AUC. You know what I'm saying? I stay right by uh Right, really right by the stadium. Really, I stay right off of JP Brawley. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really, I'm really right out there. You know what I'm saying? So may have to. Uh, but before I do that though, I wanted to get this little bit off real quick. So you're, you're a councilwoman. You're, you're in government. Councilwoman, I want a job. Like I want a job. Like I have media experience. I have communications experience. So I know I can't be your media strategist and or your your campaign or your manager strategist. I know that uh position is occupied and rightfully so because uh that individual did good work to help you get on. But I want a job. Uh, I want a job. Um, Jamel, what 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 can I do? You know what I'm saying, how can you fit me in on your um? Your cabinet. That's what I want to do. I want to be in the cabinet. You know what I mean? I want to be somewhere where, like, okay, you're right here, and like, I get to sit like two two rows down or something like that. But like, yeah, um, I do media. I do whatever. So, what type of job can I do? I probably should have did research about the type of jobs that a person with my degree could have in your world. But I want a job. I want a job, uh, Jamel. What can I do? Well, um, I don't have the power to hire in my city. <laughs> So if I would hire you, I got to hire you through my own business. Uh, but in terms of the city, you know, there is a, um, you know, we have a job posting of the different jobs. Now, if you wanted a paid job, but if you want to work for free, we can talk off camera. I would give you, you know, we can start. We can, <laughs> hey, shoot, my, shoot. Hey, no, I mean, no cap to you. My, the, the, the radio job darn, darn near does that. So, you know what I'm saying? So trying to get paid in some way, shape or form, you know what I mean? But we, right. we, we finessed it the way that we finessed it. Got a sponsor that I got to talk about in a few seconds, but I'll, I'll, I'll do that a little bit later. So Jamel, just final thoughts on anything. Um, Like I said, this is your victory lap. Um, we're celebrating you. We're celebrating your win. Um, again, it's a, a huge congratulations. We appreciate you, you know, as you say, breaking ceilings and all of that. So uh, everybody else of uh, a minority or color or whatever can, uh, you know, break through the, the wall or the cement ceiling that uh, you broke through. Well, you know, when I when you and I first met, I explained to you that when I got to College Park, I hit the ground running. I got really involved. I found a city that I had never lived in a city like this city before. It just seemed to be such a friendly place and an embracing place. It is Georgia's hospitality city. We're the global gateway, but we are also Georgia's hospitality city. And I, I found myself in that place wanting to do as much as I could 
And this is just another level of service for me to the community. I am very grateful um, for the opportunity to serve. I am truly a servant. And um, this is just, to me, uh, they call it politics, but I call it public service. So I am, I've rendered myself as a public servant. I'm looking forward to uh, just in changing the image of my city to make it even better, uh, not worse. I'm looking forward to growth and development in our city. I'm looking forward to community like we've never experienced before. I rolled up my sleeves, even though they're down in the natural, <laughs> and I'm ready to work, and I'm going to continue to serve. Uh, do you want me to give my call and from the information? Yeah, in terms go ahead. Of go ahead. Plug. It. I told you this is your this is your this is your victory lap to. Like I said, you can drag somebody through the mud that try to carry you, or you can, you know, take the the higher road and do whatever it is you're doing. Go ahead and uh, plug it all in. Well, I want to invite anyone that would like to stay connected to me to uh, our website is www. And if you see in my screen, www. One spelt with the O, Ward, and then the number one dot com. So it's www. One Ward One dot com. We also have a page on Facebook, which is the same thing, One Ward One. And uh, of course, my my I still have my personal Jamel McKenzie for College Park, Instagram, and as well as Facebook pages and website. But would love to hear from you. And also, you know, I want to invite you personally to the inauguration, which will be held in conjunction with our Black History Program. It'll be at the Gateway Arena on February 3rd at two o'clock. So I'd like for you to be there. And if you want to report, you know, if you want to bring some of your stuff and, 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 and work that, that could be one of the first things we do together. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to get the, the, the little day hustle to let me shoot two o'clock. I might actually be off work by then. We'll definitely have to, uh, yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon, you know? So, um, and we are going to, the inauguration will be first and then they're going to go into the black history program and we'll have a, a reception following, but oh, love you know for you to, no, I will definitely do that. So since you're a councilwoman in College Park and you did mention that it was going to be at the gate, uh, gate is a gateway arena, gate one way, how you the say that? The gateway arena. It's where the the um the Atlanta, the dream, the dream basketball. See, I know, and see, that's exactly what I was about to segue into. Can you, can you, can you hook a brother up with some seats? No, I'm saying, can we? Can I? Can I? Can I use your name to be like, yeah, Councilwoman McKenzie? Let me get no. one of those. Let me get one of those court side seats. No, but what I can do is I can give you my tickets that I have. My husband and I have season tickets, and um, let's talk about it. I have a couple of games I can't go because they conflict with my schedule, and I would love to give Ooh. you. I have I have seats right on the court at the fifty lot. At the 50, uh, or the mid court, half court, whatever. half court. I'm about to say, I want to make sure you get your sports, but you about to say the 50 yard right, line. Right. But, that oh. was football, that was football. There you go. So, I have I have mid court seats right there, um, on the floor. And uh, mystics, you know. aces, spot. See, I know, I know about women's basketball. No, I mean, I know, as a matter of fact, I'll take any of those, I'll take any of those tickets. I don't care if they play in Connecticut, I don't care, I'll take them. But if the mystics. The uh the aces the uh the sparks oh yeah those 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 yeah those are my ladies I love them and I love oh, the dream I, too I love the dream too the dream got some good ballers too but you know I'm a Virginia so this so. is this will actually be the College Park Skyhawks the G League for the the Hawks team is where I have my tickets too so you'd be actually going to a men's basketball game so oh man but, uh, I like I like to see dream. I like to see the ladies I like to see the ladies play but we could we we can we can work out seeing the uh, we say they they the I G League. I haven't I haven't been to a lot of the games for the ladies because those are a uh, different time of the year. But uh, I will be coming to 
So we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Jamel McKenzie, Councilwoman Jamel McKenzie on the SS Experience. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, and uh, support her uh, good work. One Ward One, that's O-N-E-W-A-R-D, the number one dot com. Make sure that you uh, follow and support and uh, stay in the know with everything that she uh, has going on out here in these streets of uh, Kylie Park, as they like to uh, say, you know, Jermaine Dupree and Outkill and say Kylie Park. They don't say the G or the E, it's just Kylie Park. Kylie Park. Jamel, thank you for being on. Thank Congratulations. You and I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Already. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, hold on, let me just do... Oh, I didn't want to do that just yet. Well, I kind of wanted to stop the recording real quick, but since the recording is still going on and I have a, a paid sponsor that we have to get into real quick... EJ's Warriors Academy. They're doing real good work out in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, yesterday, which was Friday, they was just out in Athens, Greece. Um, two of his students was out there competing, uh, representing Team USA in um, Olympic-ish type competition, uh, you know, kicking butt, taking names and all of that stuff. We're going to try to get some of that video footage. We're going to go ahead and uh, have it uh, on um, the show social medias at the SS Experience, so make sure that you go ahead and check that out. And um, karate classes, um, good you know way to keep yourself healthy, self-defense classes and things like that. Uh, to get on uh, with EJ's uh, Karate, EJ's Warriors Academy, make sure that you go ahead and text. And again, I need to be having this stuff like on deck before I actually start doing these live reads but that's why they're live reads it's not scripted it's not you know script or anything like that it's all the way real so give me one second while i look for that phone number because the phone number is very very easy it's 614-999 and then it's just the last four that i have to try to always remember real quick am i in my right phone yep this is the right phone right here why is it not in? Where where are we? Where are we? And this is very, very bad uh, video and audio right quick. But, hey, it happens like that. It be like that on the SS Experience because, um, you know, we just do everything uh, live and uh, pretty much in, uh, in real time. As a matter of fact, hold on. Let me do this real quick. We're just going to go ahead and just boom. There we go. So what I need you to do, if you want to go ahead and get in EJ's, karate you know academy text sensei ej that's s-e-n-s-e-i-e-j to 614-999-6361 various payment options available uh, there's a grant that you can apply for that can also get you into a school and i also have to mention as well before the zoom recording gets off because y'all know i'm cheap i don't spend more than the, the 40 minutes free video EJ's uh, Warriors is on Tubi as well. He has a 10-time award-winning documentary and a five-time award-winning documentary. I'm going to have the link in the bio so you can go ahead and check it out, see how the school runs, see how he operates. And then, again, text Sensei EJ, S-E-N-S-E-I-E-J, to 614-999-6361. Sorry this episode was a day late, but, again, I'm going to make sure that we uh, do this. Season 3. Not season three. Season five of Premiere Week is all done. We'll be back on Monday. It's the SS Experience. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. <laughs>